Welcome back, Money Talkers. This is the High Impact Series. I just got off a great interview with Jason DeBono. We talked about uh, IRAs and savings, but also some of the tips and tricks that he's doing as a, uh, as a parent and some of the things that's working for him. And uh, make sure you go check out the full-length interview. But this is the High Impact Series. And so we're going to jump into this. We're going to ask the one big question. And we're going to try and find something actionable for you to be able to go have a money talk with your kids. If you did this once a week for 52 weeks, you're going to have 52 money talks. And in that time period, you're not only going to change their financial trajectory, you're also going to build the relationship between you and them to be able to have money talks so that when bigger problems come down the road later in life, that you already have that relationship built and that you guys can have an honest conversation, which is what we all want as parents, I think, anyway. So, Jason, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me. Good to be back. All right, great, man. Well, we're going to hop right into it. So here's the big question. What is the one thing that you would teach you in school that you know that schools don't that has had a major impact on your life? You know, gosh, there's a thousand answers, but, uh, but one I think that's most important, uh, and, and that is really the difference between interest earned and interest paid. Mm. All right. So be, be, the, be the bank or be at the mercy of the bank, right? That's right. All right. So what would you, how would you, how would you teach this? Well, I, you know, there's a, whatever strategy you want to deploy, I think there's a million ways to go about it, but um, it, it has to do with helping them understand that when you spend money before you have it, it actually costs you more. Uh, and when you spend money after you have it, it actually costs you less. And so, um, you know, it depends on the, the age of the child. I mean, things like jelly beans are fantastic for this. Right. You know, you put a jelly bean on the counter and say, if you eat the jelly bean today, that's your jelly bean. Right. Um, if you wait till tomorrow, I'll put another jelly bean um, on top of the one I'm going to put down anyways. So now you'll have three jelly beans by waiting tomorrow instead of two if you get one every day. Um, so there's some little things where you can give more um, or offer more. Um, you know, I mentioned on, my, on the last uh, uh, time we chatted, I mentioned that, you know, we my son asked for some money in advance and, and I pay him five bucks an hour. I, I hope I can say that. Uh, on a recorded line without getting in too much trouble with my own son. So I don't think there's a minimum wage issue, but, uh, you know, it, uh, he has yeah, a lot of you gotta, you gotta factor in the benefits. Very, <laughs> very true. Um, but he asked me for 10 bucks and, and at five bucks an hour, that's normally two, two hours. Um, but you know, if he wants it before he worked the hours, he's got to work three hours. And, you know, there's lots of little ways depending on what's important to your child, um, you know, and, and, uh, and the age that they are, but, Give them more for, for waiting and, and give them less or make them work harder uh, for taking it sooner. Yeah, you know, I, I, we mentioned this in the, in the conversation. I actually love that concept of, wait a minute, I, if I make $5 an hour and I want $10 from you before I do the work, it's only two hours. Like, no, 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 it's three hours. Like, I think that simple concept, if we were able to get that into the minds of more adults, that we would be much better off because I've shown people where, uh, you know, making a minimum payment on a credit card, I borrowed $2,000 cost me $7,200. Right. And it took me, I don't know what it was. It was like 17 years to pay off because it was actually on the statement. Now they used to just hide that fact. Right. Um, so I asked these kids, I'm like, Hey, uh, you know, would you pay, uh, I think it was like $82 for a Domino's pizza. And they're like, what? No. And I'm like, would you pay $420 for a pair of running shoes? And they're like, no. And I'm like, okay. You know, I'm like, would you pay $9 for a Gatorade? You know, I'm like, no. And I'm like, well, when you put things on credit and you make minimum payments, that's exactly what you're doing over a lifetime. Now imagine yep. that all the time with big stuff. And they're like, and they instant, I mean, these kids were 12, 13, 14 years old. And they're like, 
oh yeah, I don't want to do that. Like they know, you know, like instantly, right. but we don't ever put it in that, in a, in a simple breakdown context because it's not in the credit card company's favor to do that. Right. Yeah, it, you know, it's consistency. You, you're, you're right on. I mean, the, however you, however you explain it, however you get it across, you, you got to drive it home day after day after day. And, and believe me, um, you know, my son rolls his eyes at me all the time. Uh, you know, but you know what? I rolled my eyes at my father a lot. And, and I can tell you as an adult, uh, there's many things that I'm thankful for. Um, you know, even though at the time it's like, oh gosh, dad again, or, oh gosh, I got to hold the flashlight so we can go do something. Well, you know, now my son's holding the flashlight and I'm doing the work and I'm telling him the same thing my dad did, which is, you know, if I do this, it costs me zero, but a little bit of my time. If I don't know how to do this and I call somebody, it costs me 200 bucks. So, you know, do you want to pay the 200 bucks or do you want to hold the flashlight? Right. Um, so, you know, there's things, but again, it, it's, it's consistency. And, and, and lastly on that piece is, you know, never underestimate at any age how much your kids are watching you. And if, if you're bad with money, you are just setting your kids up for failure. So you can't be bad with money and then tell them to be good, right? The old do as I say, not as I do. Um, it sounds good to say, believe me, I've said it. I said it just like my old man when I did, um, but it doesn't work. So, you know, modeling good behavior, at least in front of them, uh, is always a way to do it. Yeah, that's a, uh, that's a, that's a great point on, you know, that you're basically just planting these seeds because I didn't realize that the seeds that were being planted to me. And unfortunately I lost my dad when I was 19 and, um, so I've, I've kind of held on and re-seen these things, but I never got to have the realization talk with them because, you know, when I got to 25 or whatever and realized, wait, all these baseballisms that you're telling me were actually about life and business and stuff that he had planted, you know, and I, I never got to have that later in life conversation. And so what I would say is that if you're a parent, um, that has to be one of the reasons you're okay to get the eye roll to be repetitive in the things that they that are really deep down inside of you that you want to pass on to your kids. Like it's more important to be the corny dad that tells this kid the same thing constantly. And because it's going to manifest later in life. And, um, you know, I, I kind of, for me, it was weird because my dad, I never got to have that other conversation be like, Oh, you were right all this time but I recognize it inside. So now I am, I am totally okay with doing that with my kids. <laughs> you know, they know all my little, uh, my, my little sayings I have for them, you know? Uh, and so I, I'm repetitive. I'm a parent on it and I, I am okay with it, you know? Yeah. Well, it doesn't take long after you have kids to, to realize that, that you owe your parents uh, a lot of apologies and a lot of thank you. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's not an easy job. And, and, and uh, thankfully, uh, the, the vast majority out there work hard and, and they get it right. And uh, it, it doesn't always have to look the same to be right. You know, it just it, that's it it. Has to look right for your family. That's it. That's uh, it doesn't, you know, you kind of hit it on the head there. Like it, the, the magnitude of what you're able to pass on is not as important as the, uh, the action of trying to do it. Yep. Right. And I don't want people to have paralysis from saying, well, I don't know enough about personal finance or entrepreneurship or IRAs to talk to my kids about them, right? You know enough to do one jelly bean turns into three. So even if you have to go onto YouTube and download something to right. delay gratis, you know, gra <laughs> great, delayed gratisfaction or satisfaction, I mean, for um, 
you know, for, for money and like, and just watch something and then go aggregate the information and go talk with them about it. And just having those open conversations is where, you know, the major impact's going to come down the road. So, yeah. uh, but well, yeah, as my I, wife says, sorry. Uh, as my wife says, um, let me see what Pinterest says about this. So, and nine out of 10 times, my like, gosh, that Pinterest is really good at this stuff. <laughs> so somebody's figured it out for us. Yeah, exactly. Just lean on the experts out there. That's what, for me, it's YouTube. I'm a, I'm a, like, I don't know. I'm like, I'm an expert now. <laughs> so you better watch out. So, um, but yeah, I think that uh, that concept of really kind of sitting down to explain that you have to work more for things that you want before you earn them is a big concept. And I haven't had that as a point for somebody to put it that way. You know, I have talked to people in this where they say, okay, well, you can earn interest on things that you save, but looking at it from the other point of view is saying, okay, you can have this now, but you have to work more for it. I think that helps it to look at it from a different angle. So I appreciate that. And I think that that's probably the best takeaway that I you know, can think of for this, what we're talking about. So if you want to take your hair buds out, take your headphones off, like, um, you know, first catch out where you can find out more about Jason, but this is where you have that talk with your kids and uh, explain to them if they want something before they earn it, it's going to take a lot more time or effort or money than if they wait to buy it with funds that they've already earned. Yep. Awesome, man. Well, where, where, um, where can the Money Talker audience find out more about you, Jason? Uh, easiest place is our website, um, newviewtrust.com, uh, newview with a U, N-U-V-I-E-W, trust.com. Awesome, man. Well, hey, listen, thank you again for being on Money Talkers and uh, make sure that you're out there talking about money. Thanks, Cody. I really appreciate it. Thank you for listening to another episode of Money Talkers with me, your host, Cody Laughlin. If you found this episode helpful in your pursuit of financial dominance, it really helps if you make sure to leave a five-star rating and share it with your friends or family members who could use good financial information and entrepreneurial success tips. I invite you to join the Money Talkers community Facebook group. Open Facebook and search for Money Talkers to join today. Follow us on Instagram at the Money Talkers for inspirational mindset posts, encouragement, and investing tips. And remember, the one thing you can do to change your kids' financial future is to start talking about money with them because you are a money talker.